I lie across my bed in the dark with my chin up on the windowsill and feel the thick, muggy air puffing on my face. Distant flashes, deep rumbling, a storm is coming. Welcome to the Nature of Phonology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. I have become completely enamored with walking down my quiet road in the evenings. Having recently moved to a tiny camper in this new spot while we build our house, every walk feels like unwrapping another present, revealing more species that I can now call neighbors. A male nighthawk doing a mating display overhead, complete with booming wing beats. The bright pink flowers of Rhodora and double-blossomed beech rose. Snowshoe hairs darting across the forest floor and even an eye-spotted ladybug, one of our native ladybugs we rarely see anymore. Recently, after a long day of work, followed by the time-intensive process of cooking, doing dishes, and showering, all without plumbing, I found myself walking closer to dusk than usual. Admiring an impressive seaside meadow packed with milkweed in the growing darkness, I noticed other new neighbors lighting up the ground to help guide my way back. Lightning bugs. Okay, so they weren't trying to light my way. They were male lightning bugs trying to attract the attention of females hidden in the grasses below, but it made me feel welcome nonetheless. Lightning bugs, more officially known as fireflies, are neither true bugs nor are they flies. They are beetles in the Coleoptera order and Lampyridae family, and yes, that lamp word in their family name is no coincidence. There are over 2,000 species of fireflies around the world, and they live on every continent except Antarctica. Each species has its own distinctive flash pattern, including some species, particularly in the southeastern United States, that synchronize their flashes. While our local fireflies each flash on their own schedule relative to other individuals, creating a magical twinkling above the meadow, the synchronized fireflies all turn on and off at the same time. I have never seen the spectacle in person, but videos indicate a pretty spooky sight to my eyes. There are several species of firefly in Maine, and not all of them glow. They are much longer than they are wide, usually up to a half an inch long, have hard, dark elytra, characteristic of beetles, and most have some bright red or orange coloration covering their head and thorax. Many stages of the firefly life cycle glow, depending on the species. Eggs develop into larvae after about a month. Larvae spend one or two years eating slugs, snails, and even the larvae of Japanese beetles and other grubs before pupating in moist soil and changing into an adult for just a few weeks. Most human adults I talk to about lightning bugs these days mention remembering many more of them when they were children, and it may be true that their populations have been decreasing. Pesticide use, habitat destruction, and light pollution all limit their range. But there are so many easy ways to increase lightning bug habitat in your own yard. Don't mow wet areas or meadow edges so they have places to hide during the day when they're resting. Don't remove fallen logs or leaves so their younger larval stages have ample habitat. Keep your yard dark so they can see the lights of other lightning bugs rather than yours. And definitely don't use pesticides that indiscriminately kill all so-called pests, not just the ticks you might be targeting. In other words, just leave things alone. That shouldn't be too hard. So this weekend, you could head outside at twilight in search of a different sort of fireworks show, the magical flashing of your local lightning bugs. Notice where you see them and where you don't, so you can try to mimic their ideal habitats at home. 
Perhaps even have a conversation with that neighbor or family member who always leaves the porch light on. Motion sensors help. Keeping outdoor lights off is even better. Making sure our native species thrive is often as simple as leaving things be. You can download this episode and find a link to our blog with the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 